0: Thank you for joining us. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. George Camel, Ramsey personality, host of the podcast, uh, The Fine Print, and of course, Entree Leadership. And are we announcing yet your new endeavor?
1: I think we are now, Dave. Okay. I mean, you're already letting the cat out of the bag.
0: Well, that cat, he was scrambling in the bag anyway, but uh, on Thursday, George and Rachel will launch a new podcast called the Smart Money Happy Hour.
1: Yes, we are so excited about this. Which is more
0: about smart money and less about drinking, but both are involved.
1: We wanted it to at least feel inviting. In a happy hour, there's a level of calm casualness. We're not here to yell at you. We wanted this to be kind of your friends hanging out talking about money, or at least the friends you wish you had. Or not, you, you can't apply to be Rachel's friend. She has enough. Does she?
0: Yes. Uh, you, but we can apply to be your friend? You know,
1: I could use some friends, Dave. Can you? I don't okay. have as many right. as
0: you'd think. George, I'm I'm, I'm shocked.
1: But it's fun. We're just, you know, we're two money experts who happen to be friends talking about the stuff you wish your friends were talking about. And money, pop culture, entertainment, and that's what this is. We want people, you could send this to a friend and go, hey, you don't have to care about the Ramsey show. We just want to talk about things that matter to you, and that one of those things is money.
0: One of the reasons we're launching that this week on the Ramsey Network is we're celebrating 30 years of the Ramsey Show this week. Woo! Yeah, crazy. Can you believe it? And uh, we're doing a whole bunch of fun stuff, including uh, today's show. We'll have all the different Ramsey personalities on. George called it speed dating a little bit earlier. So for a couple segments each, each one of them will be with me today.
1: Who's going to get the rose? Find out later. uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, George, it's obviously you. So there you you go. Uh, You're my favorite co-host that's on right now.
1: Man, that 20 bucks went a long way, guys. That's all it takes. (laughs) But we had a good time this morning celebrating with our whole team. I mean, balloons, videos, telling stories... Did you ever think back then you were like one day I'll be celebrating a thirtieth anniversary of this show? No, I didn't. I,
0: I, I have thought ever since we've been on the air we were going to get fired at any moment, and actually we have been fired a bunch of times. The good news is is that we work for ourselves, so uh, when we get fired, it's just some local radio station. We had a guy in Alabama call me up one time. And he goes, Ramsey, I got to take you off the air, and I'm like, Why, man? What did I do now? I mean, what, what? You know, those are all we're always arguing with radio stations back and forth. We got almost seven hundred of them, so there's someone to argue with all the time about something. And uh, he said, you're going to kill somebody. And I said, I'm going to kill somebody. I'm like, how can I kill somebody? I'm telling people to get out of debt. Are they going to die from getting out of debt? He goes, no, your show's so boring. People listening to it are going to fall asleep while they're driving and run off the road and die. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. It, he was serious oh no. as a heart attack. It, it was really pretty funny, but uh, I started laughing. I said, "Well, I got it. <laughs> I don't even have a comeback for that dude, so just cancel it. It's all good." Of course, he's not in the radio business anymore. We You're still a lot are, of things,
1: but, Dave, but I wouldn't say boring is one of them. Well,
0: I, yeah, I mean, it just it, it depends on where you're coming from, you know. Sure. So, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's uh, we have we told the team this morning we have failed a lot in thirty years we just didn't quit. It's really the only difference. Uh, we failed all the time. I mean we the number of radio stations I have been on. Uh, we're currently on six hundred and eighty. I guess it is number two talk radio station show in America today. Uh, Marconi winner, multiple radio hall of fame, all this other stuff, all these accolades nowadays. But uh, but boy, there you know we have. We have been on, I think in some cities, we've been on everybody that carried talk one time or another. I mean, we've like been all the way around the horn, like, uh, you know, being in a small town dating all the girls, you know I mean? It's just like, uh, it's crazy. So, but we've been... And sometimes we moved from the least one all the way up to the best one, and sometimes we moved from the best one down to the least one in wow. terms of signal size or whatever. But
1: well, now it's moved so far beyond radio. I mean, there's 17 other places you can watch and listen. And Amazon, oh yeah, I mean, Spotify. YouTube and podcasts together are
0: now bigger than talk radio on and our on our show anyway. Wow, uh, I mean, there's about 12 or 14 million of them, and there's a little under 10 million on the radio show, so it's somewhere around 20 something million total. And uh, used to be more used to be more than half was talk radio, but talk radio Is not uh, in front and center with everybody like it used to be it's still very strong though still very viable but that's of course where this whole thing started so yeah and it's gone through a lot of iterations from it was originally called the money game Um, and uh, then then, uh, we changed it when it was just me after that the guys that started it with me one has passed away and the other one went on to do other things and I kept going and uh, then we changed it to the Dave Ramsey Show. And it was that until about two years ago. Wow. A year and a half ago now, I guess. We changed it to the Ramsey Show in honor of all these Ramsey personalities being my co hosts. And so, but I mean, we have, God, George, I've screwed up more. The only thing I didn't screw up was I just kept coming to work every day. Showed up. Just showed up and cared and still love people. We all still love people here. It's kind of a core at the ramsey soul here we we're here to help you guys we really really are it sounds like a cheese factory but it's the truth because the only thing keeps you going in the middle of all the corporate bs that you put up with in a in an industry like the radio business the radio business has got a lot of wonderful people it can be brutal it. it's got a lot of wonderful people but it's got a lot of sharks too and uh, sharks the snakes and they swim together and um and, you know, they're just corporate, and they, they, they live on fear, and they're worried about next week, and they don't think long-term often. And then they end up doing stupid but mean illegal things. And we've been doing all of that for 30 years. It's been a, you know, there's a lot of scars, a lot of calluses, a lot, a lot of process that goes with this. But the great news is, you know, when, when I roll up at um, – stopped to get a thing at the market this weekend down in the country here in southern middle Tennessee guy says hey you're Dave Ramsey man your stuff changed my life when were you listening ten years ago you know what I mean wow. so I mean that's you know
1: that that's, that's why you, that's, why you, that's why
0: you put up with the sharks and the snakes to get to help that guy
1: yeah you were talking about Churchill's story Winston Churchill and our core value of never give up and it reminded me of the Winston quote success is going from one failure to another with no loss of enthusiasm yeah
0: and, and that's, that's what we've done that is what we've done we're we're we were never the, the, uh, the prettiest kid on the block. We were never the smartest kid on the block. We were never one of the cool kids, uh, never have been uh, in anything we've done. In talk radio either, that was true. In TV, it's been true. and YouTube, we're not a cool YouTuber, you know. Uh, there's many people, on, you know, we're not cool enough to be on TikTok, thank God. And um, so, you know, all of that, and, and yet uh, we just kept coming to work every day. And just kept showing up and just kept answering the call. And somebody would call in and say, you know, I'm in debt. I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Or, um, you know, I just got an inheritance of $400,000. I don't know what to do. Uh, You know, whatever it is, there's all these life things, and I don't know what to do. And we've been here for 30 years answering those questions.
1: Well, FPU, you know, we've affected 10 million families through FPU. With radio, it's hard to tell the impact and the ripple effect something like this has.
0: Yeah, I mean, to date, we've got $50 million this year in January through September in debt-free screams. Wow. So, I mean, it's easy to say on the air, we've had a billion dollars of debt-free screams on the air. Wow. That's just the ones that came on the air. We obviously don't have everybody on the air, and a lot of people don't want to be on the air. So that's pretty crazy, a billion dollars of pissing off banks for 30 years.
1: That never gets old. It doesn't get old. Well, I'm going to call this your 30th birthday, Dave, just to make you feel good.
0: Yeah, I mean, we could call it the 32nd anniversary of my 30th birthday. There we go. That'll work, too. This is the Ramsey Show. George Camel, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. We are celebrating 30 years on the air this week with the Ramsey Show. And one of the things we did, and George, this was a lot of fun, uh, all of us sat down, all of the Ramsey personalities, and did a, a 30th anniversary panel. And a uh, the video uh, that we did of that is going to drop once a day. Uh, we're dropping several sections of it all throughout this week. So this, today... You can get the first episode on YouTube tomorrow. I'm just watching it. It's tomorrow real good. the next episode, and it's all behind-the-scenes stuff and laughing and uh, us being family and cutting up and talking about the 30 years and the things that have gone on and um, three decades of amazing different people and the calls or favorite calls, are saddest calls, or funniest calls, all that kind of stuff. And so, um, again, be sure and check it out: the Ramsey Show on YouTube, the 30th anniversary panel drops a video episode every day this week a new one so uh, you'll be able to check it out all week long and be able to get pieces of that and uh, allow you to just uh, plug into that series if you want to talk about your life and your money this is the place the phone number is 888-825-5225 chelsea's with us in dallas texas hi chelsea how are you
2: hi dave i'm good how are you
0: doing better than i deserve what's up
2: Hi. um so I was basically wondering so gist of the question is should we downsize our home what um, makes you think you should so have, uh so I okay so we were active duty and then we moved to like a reserve type job with the military um so basically kind of lifestyle came. We bought a home it was about 365 built about 300 on it but we found out that it kind of um, it's kind of eating all of our money or a lot of it it's eating a lot of our money um
0: so so you went wait, you left the military and, and as a result took a pay cut
2: uh no no we just chose to get out of active duty and just go into like the. River. so if you didn't
0: take a pay cut why is it a strain now and it wasn't before
2: um i think we are just trying to be smarter with our money i think oh so it was a strain ready.
0: before the numbers really haven't changed just your perspective
2: <laughs> yes yes okay yeah. So, so what's the
0: payment on this thing?
2: Yeah. So the payment um, right now, so we owe about three hundred. Monthly payment is about how much is it? It's like we're paying about twenty five a month.
0: Twenty five hundred a month, and what's your take home pay?
2: Uh, about he makes about one twenty.
0: So your take home pay is about eight thousand.
2: I'm sorry, one hundred twenty thousand. I
0: know your take home pay monthly is about eight thousand. Oh.
2: I'm sorry. About nine to 10. Nine yeah. to
0: 10. Okay, that puts about your house 10. payment at about twenty five percent of your take home pay. And so where does the rest of what, that money go? That's what going. we recommend. Why is it tight? You got big car payments.
2: It's not super tight. I think we're just really nervous about inflation. We have zero, no no other debt, but we just I really just want to pay off my house early. I think that's what it is. Like I just want to. I'm a little bit nervous, like for inflation. We have two kids, and um, I think we could just like. Smarter, I think we our house is like 2,700 square feet. I don't really feel like we need it. I think we're kind of living in excess. We still very blessed, but you're not living in like, excess. Well, we oh, we're not.
0: Two kids okay. in 2,700 square feet in Dallas, Texas, is not excess, <laughs> and making okay. $120,000 a year with a hundred with a $2,500 house payment is not out of line. Uh, do you need to turn off the news channel?
2: No, is there is it bad feedback or? Sorry. No,
0: I'm asking, I'm, I'm asking if it's giving your brain bad feedback. It sounds like that someone has injected anxiety into your veins, and I'm, I'm going to uh, accuse yeah. Fox or CNN.
3: I
2: don't watch the news, really. I okay. don't. Um, I don't. So
0: where's all this worry coming uh, from suddenly that wasn't there before?
1: Because you said it was a fear of inflation, not the actual effects.
2: Yeah, not, not really. Like, so I think we just felt a lot like more secure under, under the active duty lifestyle. Ah. Just, like, now we're Canadian, and it's kind of like, Oh, you're like sending for, not really sending for yourself, but it's like, you have to be smarter. Like we didn't have a budget before yeah. and we, you know, we didn't have kids either. And
0: but. now your husband's around more.
2: Uh, yes which i'm very thankful for <laughs> seeing a connection here <laughs> i don't
0: know i'm thinking that's the problem <laughs> <laughs>
2: no,
0: no, no. do you guys have an
1: emergency no. fund
2: we do
0: yeah okay Indeed. so here, here's yeah, what i no, want yeah. you to do okay um yeah. the uh john dr john deloney says when we're looking at stuff like that and we have that sense of anxiety coming up we feel our shoulders tightening up we feel our throat tightening up you get a sense of it in your body that that the worry has become too much um, that we Mm -hmm. need to take up several series of deep breaths and we need to look at the actual facts not the emotions what are the actual facts of your situation and that's what george and i are easy it's easy for us to do because we don't live in your world we're just two guys sitting over here you know outside the trees and so it's easy for us to go that's a tree and so um you know forest and the trees thing right so you know if if you get back from that there's not anything you've given us in facts that worry us and we're the first one to tell you sell something if you've been a goob and overspending I mean, we'll tell you sell the car so fast around here, it's
1: unbelievable, right? Yeah, nothing about these numbers screams fire. But what I do think is we may not be paying attention to what's actually happening with our money. And that's where a budget can give you that sense of peace, where you have it on paper and you go, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to follow the budget then you're not worried about what could come your way cuz you've got a plan for every single one of those dollars and you got plenty of the dollars you no know, she's but the, she said they
0: started doing a budget and it kind of added to the worry cuz they're now seeing where it's going but what you do when you're doing the budget is you are seeing the effects of inflation right there in front of you every month you're seeing oh my dad gum gas bill doubled you know oh look at that the food bill went up oh would you look at that electricity went up 15% cuz it turns out fossil fuels create electricity for your emission free car dumb butt <laughs> And so um, that's how that really works. So, you know, I mean, it's like it's not emission-free. I just want to get a little marker and write it on the side not of your car, George. as green as George. we thought. Your little car that says emission-free, I'm going to write on it. Well, no, it's not. Well, you to write not. on Rachel's, too, first. But um, anyway, yeah, So because the electricity has to get in there somehow. You don't get a bucket of it every week. So um, anyway, all of that stuff shows up and uh, is real. And, and I think if you'll just... Look at the numbers, set in the numbers with your husband, the two of you always talking through it, and say, okay, what are the facts? What are my worries? Now, what of those match up with the facts? And facts are your friends to work through trauma or crisis or worry or whatever it is. And, and, um, you know, I, I mean, all of us that are Ramsey personalities are dramatic people. That's why we're on the air and so we have a tendency to enter into drama land if we're not careful.
1: Yeah. And part of this, she said, the mortgage is what's making me feel this way. And Deloney talks mm-hmm. about this. He's going, I want to get rid of this mortgage. I don't feel safe because I owe someone something. Now, this is a very reasonable payment, but she's looking for the margin to pay this thing off early. She wants to get aggressive about this. And that means making some sacrifices in the budget. We might need to cut some subscriptions or a gym membership and things that we didn't really realize are eating away at that margin. Yeah.
0: So it. Everything you told us, Chelsea, sounds like you're in really reasonable shape. Yes, I'm with you. I'd like for you to get the house paid off. But I don't hear anything here that causes you to sell your house. As a matter of fact, I would tell you not to sell it right now, uh, not based on the numbers you gave me. Um, but I would look in the budget and see what else there is to cut that's um, easier to cut than houses. Houses is the most expensive thing you get rid of. you got to move, and that's expensive. It's, distracting. it's like a root canal. It's awful. It's
1: a hassle. And with now, You've kids. been in the
0: military. Your stuff, you know, I grew up in the real estate business. Mom and Dad in the real estate business. Our furniture was trained to jump on the truck, you know, and you're, you're the same way in the military. Everything's so on wheels. You're used to moving more than most people. But still, I, I'm going to tell you, this is a good time for you to just sit in this moment in Dallas, Texas, and enjoy the moment because you're in a pretty good place. And now let's do work hard and let's be diligent and frugal with the money that's in the budget so we can pay extra on that mortgage and we can put our 15% away, put the money towards retirement, put the money away towards the kids college and all of that. So special version of the Ramsey show today, celebrating 30 years, George Camel on for these two segments to celebrate that. And we will change out his seat coming out of the next break so we'll do that george thanks for joining me on the opening segment for this i'll be back you know it Uh, absolutely this is the ramsey show Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, joins me on the Ramsey Show today as we celebrate 30 years on the air in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. James and Rachel are with us. Hey, guys, what's up? Oh. Hi. Where do y'all live? Temple, Texas. All right. Welcome to Nashville.
4: Good to to be here. here. So, how much debt have you paid off? We paid off one hundred and forty-eight thousand dollars in five years. Way to go! And your range of income during that time? From sixty to one forty, back down to hundred. Cool. What do y'all do for a living? So,
5: I am currently a manager of a coffee shop, mm -hmm. and he gets to stay home with our kids. Yeah.
4: All right. I also freelance. I do personal training, and uh, I officiate. Sports on the side, so it's great. Very cool. We
0: switched roles throughout this process. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That'll work. Good for you guys. And the uh, debt, $148,000. What was that? So we had student
4: loans, car payments, Best Buy, Home Depot, Target, (laughs) Uh, the liquor store. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we paid off our house in May. Whoa! Before
0: we finished it up. House there. and everything. Yes, Looking absolutely. at weird people.
4: Way to go, you guys? So you yeah. went
0: from normal to weird. Absolutely. Yes. Dramatically. Yes. Well done. Over five years. That's a bit of a trek. <laughs> it was. It was. So uh, tell us the story. How did you get started on this Ramsey way? So we have a two-part to
4: this story. We uh, I was just a knight and... Rachel went to the church for a ladies night. Uh, what were you doing? I can't remember. Company. And I just had a vulnerable moment. I started reading a book and my wife wanted me to read more. So I thought I was going to be uh, intimate, and just start reading. And I actually was reading a Shawn Michaels book and he was talking about retirement and then going back to church and then his realization about tithing and how, man, you know, that's where do you get that money from when you're not tithing? And that was where our vulnerable part was, was. We used to be pastors and then we got to the part with our four boys where money just went everywhere except where it was supposed to go. And as she came home, I was in tears and shambles and she just said, what's, what's going on, what happened? And I just said, we, we're not doing the right thing. We're not tithing. And she, ironically, that night, she said, well, I have a solution. There's a Dave Ramsey thing at the church. And we said, what it is? And she said, it's to get you out of debt. And I said, well, how much is it? She said, it's a hundred bucks. And I said, it's a scam,
0: uh, it's a get rich <laughs> Automatically, it's automatically, a scam. it's a and I was scam. I like, we don't
4: even have a hundred bucks and then you can't borrow it. You know, you gotta pay a hundred bucks. But uh, I said, I'll tell you what, I'm a rule follower. So I will do this and I'm gonna show you this is a scam. I'm gonna follow it to the T. And she didn't know that was about to happen, and it went crazy
0: after that. So
4: it did. It did. not a scam.
0: So how far, how, far, how far in did you get before you figured out it wasn't a scam? Because that's exactly, by the way, what I would have said. Right. It, I would
4: have said, this guy's a snake oil salesman. The very first we went, we signed up for the course, and it was the very first that, that very first day, and I said, I'm in. Because it was just a lot of the things that you said, it made sense, and it, and it resonated in my heart. And I thought, man, I, I needed somebody to take over
0: what I wasn't doing right. So once you start hearing uh, the teaching, yes. then you mm-hmm. start realizing, okay, this is lined up with scripture. It's okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. E- everything was there. So
6: the tithe kind of dropped in your lap that night, and that's kind of what got your wheels turning. Rachel, how were you feeling when mm-hmm. it kind of came to like just the money situation overall before you guys started this process? Were you at a point that you were stressed, or were you worried about money? Like, Was this a point that when he said, we got to figure this topic out, that you felt relief, or was it the first time you thought, oh, gosh, maybe we should? Kind of where were you in that story?
5: I think the tithe was the biggest part for me because I had grown up in the church and I grew up that that was a part of the understanding of being a good steward of your money is also tithing to the church. Um, But when we stepped away from being pastors, um, we stepped away from a few things that just were traditional for me. And when he decided that we needed to be tithing again, it was a huge weight lifted off for me. It Mm -hmm. just felt like I was stepping back into something that I knew was right for us and as far as our finances go, um, as long as you gave me a grocery budget, I'm fine. Yeah, I just yeah. want to be able to buy food for the, the kids. Yep, yeah. Uh, from there, I, didn't, he, I just let him take control and we did it together and it was so much relief.
4: Yeah. And I want to say about Rachel that you know, she shared with me, man, this has just been a huge weight. And I thought, why did you never say anything before? I didn't know this bothered you. And she said, because it's God's point to tell you it's not mine. And if I would have told you, you wouldn't have listened and you needed to hear it from God. And I don't know how long she'd been holding on to that, but it hurt to hear that, but it made Mm, me feel good. yeah, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So... Yeah, and because when she did bring home a class, it was a scam. Oh yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, I, yeah, I'm a six on the enneagram, so I have a hard time with trust. <laughs> totally and poor, so I'm a four, so I'm like, it. it's all a scam. People get are trying it. to I hurt you. I completely
0: get it. So. Pe- people often say that, and they say, "I hope I don't offend you." And it doesn't oh. offend me because that's exactly what I would have said. Yeah, <laughs> yes. this guy he wants a hundred bucks to show me how to handle his money. Right. That's great. Yeah, I don't right. think so. And, <laughs> and we had
4: a we had a second part to that. So once that first thirty-eight thousand, we did it in eight months, and we were we were going great and then life happens four boys braces for everyone cars more light bulbs back in the house and 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 it took a while well three years ago um, I had two heart attacks oh oh wow in a week and (gasps) unfortunately at the same time don't cry but we my i was in the hospital and we lost her dad in that same week
0: oh my oh. gosh
4: and i just realized like this was it and i remember hearing a lot of your stories through your program and just what do you leave behind where what do you leave yeah you can leave all these things but uh, it just it scared me so we mm-hmm. buckled down and we took six months to go back into getting into that gazelle and we paid off a hundred thousand dollars in the last 24 months
0: yeah Wow. Knock the house out.
4: Oh yes. Yeah. What's the house worth? Three. We bought it for one twenty. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago it's worth just over three hundred thousand now. Phenomenal. Awesome. And how much right.
0: you guys got in retirement savings?
4: Uh right now, retirement we have fifty two thousand. Right, right You're approaching a half million then. then well yes, done.
0: I don't know. We're excited yeah, about good. that. You're yeah, on yeah. your way. Good stuff. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah All right. Now that you've done it all, what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? House and everything. By what age?
5: 41. I, I turned 40 in a couple of days. All right. Happy birthday. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I do. We were talking about this on the way here on the drive. And I said, I do think that the key is really just putting blinders on. It's so easy to look at what other people are doing, especially at the age we are. It's so easy to see that other people have, that other people want, that other people buy. And it's very important to put your blinders on make a commitment to your family and just move forward with that and then in addition to that james added
4: well of course all the budget and things but to me the most important thing is that i realized through your program this is not my money and i go back every time you say how long would it take for you to fire yourself if you were managing your family and i was not taking care of my family and i should have been fired and so when you realize that it's not yours even the money the after the tithe and after the 15 percent all the money that you still have is not for you and i believe in the ministry of availability and if you don't take care of your stuff you'll never take care of anybody Yeah. so i'm not going to borrow from a credit card to go help somebody pay for groceries that's not responsible mm. and so
5: yeah.
0: yeah way to go you guys we're excited beautifully done well done thanks so all good. right bring the kiddos up and give oh, us their yeah. names and ages you want to introduce them
5: yes so our oldest
4: hold on we have to tell you real quick while they're coming up so what they have is rings we got them included i wanted to tell this in case people have kids we did our own little thing with their ages that we didn't know that they understood the concept of paying off debt so we made rings and we had it drooped all over the house if you see on the pictures the chain they cut down rings each ring represented a certain amount of money and also as a twofold during the house payoff any money that they invested they paid the house off they helped and every bit of money, until the house was paid off, we returned 50% of their money back to them. Wow. So when the house was paid off, they they cashed in tremendously. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh, awesome. We had one that was really dialed in. <laughs> I love and, it. And, uh, uh, well we went, done. I think we went broke that first month. There was no celebration. Okay. The first <laughs> We're running out of time. Right yep.
0: quick, what are their names?
5: This is Reese. Mm-hmm. This is Kian. This is Liam. This is Link.
0: Way to go, guys. Hey, we yeah. got a copy of uh, Baby Steps Millionaires, Total Money Makeover, and a one-year membership to Financial Peace. you can enjoy. Those give yeah. them away. Congratulations, we're very proud of y'all. Very, very well done. All right, James and Rachel and the guys from Temple, Texas, one hundred forty-eight thousand paid off in five years, making sixty to one forty to 100000 hundred. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. You guys ready? Ready? Three, Three two, two, one.
5: We're debt-free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Those chains are broken. I like it. Ramsey personality is my co host for a couple of segments here. Open phones at 888-825-5225. So we're celebrating the thirtieth anniversary of the Ramsey show. So Rachel, you would have been how old when we go on there in nineteen ninety two? Four years old?
6: Yes, four years old.
0: Yep. yep. Daniel was I forget born my that, age. Yeah, Daniel was 30- born that year.
6: Yeah. Okay, there you go. I turned 34 this year, but I had told everyone I was 32. I thought I was 32, so when I turned 34, I thought I was turning 33, and I wasn't. And I skipped, were, I missed a whole. Just, I literally just, missed a whole year.
0: Just gave it up. Yeah. <laughs> so
6: when you ask, yeah, I have to really think about it. So, do you at four, four years
0: old? Do you have any memories? What are your earliest memories memories of this show?
6: Uh, I remember having to pick you up down at Opryland, mm-hmm. which was a. F- it felt like a very far drive mm-hmm. from our house. And there was a little white building before mm-hmm. you got into Opera Lane, and we had to pick you up there at 4 p.m. if we were like going to grandparents' houses or something okay. on the way out. Okay, so you would have been. I vaguely remember that.
0: Yeah, you would have been six by then. Yes. So those, those are the probably first, my- the first two years we were in downtown Nashville. So Don't yeah. remember that? Yeah. Yes. Okay.
6: And then when you guys moved offices to, and you had your, and Blake was there, but the first in studio. Uh, in the office and you weren't allowed to talk down that hallway. So whenever we worked in the summers, (laughs) you couldn't talk because it wasn't soundproof.
0: Yeah, we took an old closet in the office and turned it into a studio. It was connected to another closet, busted a hole through and put the control stuff in there, but none of it was soundproof. So people would walk down the hall of the office and be talking. It would go over the air. And so we put up crime scene tape that yes. was yellow and put signs up, no talking in this end. So Rachel's exactly right. There's no talking allowed from one to four in the afternoon in that end of the office because our first studio that we built. So we didn't have to drive across down yes, to, to Opryland to yep, do yep. at the uh, WTN studios to do the, um, do the thing um yeah, at least we didn't have to drive but yeah it was pretty it was pretty cheap and pretty thrown together but uh that was our first studio we paid cash for it paid cash for it yeah, you as did. Gone along. So <laughs> there we go chris is with us chris is in winston-salem hi chris how can we help hi how are you great what's up
3: um so um my husband and i have been married for 45 years uh we we really um in uh did the Larry Burkett principles when we first got married and then we followed you. So we're in good shape financially, but this is our concern. My husband uh you know the best laid plans uh my husband is has a chronic disease and so he's had to move to an assisted living facility. Um and we were doing okay when he was in assisted living, but now he's gone to a nursing, so he's had to go in the same uh, institution, he's had to go to uh, a full-time nursing care, and this is costing us $12,000 a month. Uh, we are still married, uh, you know, of course, and I still have a mortgage. Um, I mean, we're debt-free from everything except the mortgage, and there's a reason for that, but um, my fear is that this $12,000 a month, uh, that uh, I'm afraid there's not going to be enough left for me to live on, is there a way for me, to, without us getting a divorce, is there a way to sort of protect my income and my, um, you know, my financial how, how interest while still do? paying bills for
0: him? How large is your nest
3: egg? Oh, um, probably a million dollars. Okay.
0: All right. Um, what is the nature of his uh, medical condition? What What has he got?
3: Well, he um, he's undergone so many medical treatments. He, he was originally diagnosed with uh, polyneuropathy, and then he's had several, he had a spinal surgery for that, and from that he had a stroke, and so things have just kind of gotten worse and worse. Okay. And he's only 74. I don't think anything that he has, from what I understand, nothing is going to kill him. It's just that you know, he just needs help. He just needs nursing care. So, and, and you know, this is not something you ever think that you're going to have to deal with. You know, so
0: well, it's deteriorated. You're saying his health is deteriorating due yes. to these multiple conditions, yes. but there's not a singular diagnosis. That, something's going to kill all of us, obviously, but right, there's not a singular right, yeah. diagnosis here. Okay.
3: Right. Uh, right. So
0: if you go through two more years of this, that's 300k of your million. Yeah. If you go yeah. through three years, it's 450
3: And And, Dave, I'm okay with paying his bill. I'm afraid that he, if he lives another 20 years, I don't know. If,
0: Do you think he is?
3: But, oh, I'm not no, wishing him dead. Many, I'm just saying. I think, 10, I, think, I think 10 probably, you know. Okay. All right. And that scares me. I mean, I, uh, this is a terrible way to be. But I, No, I, no, that's a, it's not terrible. It's
0: practical. I mean, he would want you to do this. He okay. probably does want you. Y'all yeah. can talk about it. You probably do want to do this. So, um, yeah. I mean, uh, the other thing is um, I'm going shopping because the average nursing home bill in America is more like 75, not 150.
3: Hmm.
0: So, uh, and Winston-Salem shouldn't be double The national average um
3: he's at a really nice place yeah i think he he is he's been there for six years (laughs) he's been there for six years and he loves it yeah but
0: it was a, it was assisted living before and it wasn't as expensive
3: right Right, exactly yes Mm -hmm. so
0: i think if he's going to need full care you may need to move may need to move to a different place because if we if we knock 50,000 bucks off of this bill that changes Uh the equation considerably Okay. And what's your home worth? Uh,
3: about 830
0: And you owe what? 200 Why?
3: Well, okay. <laughs> I'll tell you this. We had long discussions about this because my husband is a retired minister, and he gets a housing allowance, and this is the one thing that he says. He thinks, oh, I even think Dave Ramsey would agree. No, Dave Ramsey doesn't because you can get a housing,
0: housing allowance even without a mortgage. Oh, okay. You, okay. can, you, you, can, you need to go see a different tax person. Your tax person doesn't know how to do housing allowances. You can take the okay. um, HUD median rent plus any other costs that are involved as a, as a minister without, uh, when you're getting a housing allowance, without uh, taxes. Uh, without having a house payment you do not have to have a house payment to have a housing allowance tax deductible as a oh is that
3: right okay yeah
0: yeah. so that's that's a mythology that runs all through the ministry i'm so sorry you're facing this honey y'all worked so hard you've done such a good job because you're millionaires yeah you're millionaires and obviously did you have long-term care insurance
3: no because he couldn't get it because he was diagnosed with this neuropathy back when uh, you know we were looking at this Yeah.
0: yeah i'm so sorry yeah, I think you need to manage your costs. For 150 okay. a year, I think you could do in-home care cheaper. Hire somebody full-time inside the house.
6: Mm. That's what I was going to ask, Chris. Is
3: that an option? Oh, I don't know. That scares me to death to think about that. I didn't ask um, you to do it. I said you know, full-time. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. We haven't talked about that i, I would ha- we'd have to look into it you yeah know. I, i'm pretty mm-hmm.
0: sure you can staff somebody 24 7 cheaper than 150 grand
3: okay
0: and um use your house and you know hi, you know bring in a hospital bed into the spare bedroom on the first floor whatever's involved in the ambulatory issues and so forth i don't know i'm just throwing out ideas because that's all i'm here yeah. for i'm useless but uh except for that but i'm so sorry but i do think the 144 is not sustainable and so I think you do need to change something there. Just riding that horse and, uh, you know, off into the sunset is not a good plan. Uh, because if he does live 10 years, you've got a problem. Yeah. At, at that rate, that's a million four.
6: And how much does long- I know they couldn't get long-term care insurance because of his specific diagnosis right. when they were looking, but in general, how much does it cover
0: for. It would cover about three years of coverage because the average nursing home stay is like 2.8 years. Yeah. Most people don't live. Mm. Once you go to a fully a fully assisted nursing home. That's yeah. why I was asking not to be cold and not to wish bad things on the man for no, certain no yeah. our husband of 45 years. I don't want him to uh, to head off to heaven too soon. I'm not after that. That's not my point, but we're trying to do a math analysis around oh, this and the only and and one of the pieces of the equation is date of death. I mean, yeah, you're trying to figure right. out you know, how long is she got to support this mathematically? Yeah, Cause great. two years is not a problem. It's a lot. Five years starts to be a problem.
6: Yep. Yeah. Um, before I head out, because I'm, I'm done now on the show today, congratulations well, on thank 30 you. years. Thank a you. lot of hard work. Thank you. Helped a lot of people. I'm proud of you. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Proud, of you. proud of you. Proud of you for joining in That's on great. this. It's been a good run. Yes. This is a 30-year anniversary of the Ramsey Show.